Main Street to Wall Street. Global business celebrity and former Fortune 100 C-suite executive Jeffrey Hazlett takes you inside the good, the bad, and the ugly of businesses today. Saddle up. It's time for All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. Hey, disruption isn't just for tech companies. It's in your closet as well. Today's guest and his business partners set out to make the holy grail of jeans. Steve Batista is the CMO and co-founder of RevTown, an online apparel company that specializes in jeans, but is expanding to shirts as well. Steve, welcome to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. Jeffrey, hey, thank you for having me. This is great. I appreciate it. Well, you bet. It's good to have you here. Now, I wear jeans all the time. Got them on right now. Give me your best sales pitch why I should get my next pair from RevTown. Well, for one, uh, I can tell that you're a a sharp dresser and uh, you're going to want to look good. Uh, You know, I think the... uh, the, the hardest part about uh, guys wearing jeans is they uh, really take a good look at themselves or probably ask their significant other to say, do these really look good? You know, because uh, we'll typically go for comfort rather than, than style. Uh, and that's where Revtown comes in. You know, we have a jean that has um, a denim from an Italian mill in Milan that has just a little bit of the technology, the, uh, the stretch yarn that we have uh, put into it uh, that has strategic stretch so that it looks good. It fits like jeans should fit. They're not baggy. Uh, they look good on you, but they actually feel like sweatpants. I mean, they're going to um, give you that comfort that we've all had working from home for the last you know, 14 months. Well, and you know, all guys are wearing them right now. I was watching a show the other day and they had a great show on uh, building log cabins. And the, one of the big tough guys there was talking about his stretchy jeans. So I think that's, I mean, if he was talking about it, it's ready for everybody. Now, before co-founding RevTown, um, you were one of the first 20 employees at Under Armour, another great company that's done really well. Um, think about this. Do, do, what must it like be getting on the ground floor for a company like that? Uh, well, that was, that was a complete whirlwind, you know, and it's one of those things where I, I you know, I, I literally told my wife, like, I, I don't know if this is going to last, you know, uh, we had a warehouse office underneath the bridge, right where they're filming the wire, uh, didn't, didn't <laughs> seem that great, uh, a proposition, especially going from like a nine to five with like insurance and benefits and everything else. Uh, but you know, at that age, it was like, why not try? You know, um, yeah. you know, this guy, uh, Kevin Plank had a great idea and he was just a, a, a great, uh, organizer and, and, uh, enthusiastic guy. And it was like, yeah, well, we'll, we'll give it a try and see what we can do. Uh, and you know, it's a great thing about startups is you get in and everyone's doing everything and, uh, everyone's working as a team. Uh, so that was, a, it, it was a lot of fun, but I tell you, it, it, you know, 18 and a half years went like that. You know, it was a, wow. you know, a, a really, a truly a whirlwind of, of, uh, you know, Forrest Gump proportions where I'm finding myself, uh, you know, uh, ringing the bell on wall street at Super Bowls. I'm like, I'm a failed novelist. How did I get here? You know? Um, but, uh, it was, it was just a, a crazy ride. You know, I use that example, too, in my career, I've, you know, bought and sold hundreds of businesses, been around all kinds of different things, everything from the Academy Awards to the Super Bowl, sponsoring different things. And I, I say it's I, I'm the Forrest Gump of business. So I love that analogy. <laughs> so when you and your colleagues at Under Armour were looking to start a business, you, you chose jeans. I think I know the answer, but why? 
You know, uh, my partner, Henry Stafford, our, our CEO, he was running product at Under Armour when I was doing the marketing. Uh, so we were, we were, you know, partners uh, every day in terms of, you know, putting together the stories for next season and the following season. Uh, but he came from a denim background. He came from uh, uh, Abercrombie, Gap, and then uh, American Eagle. Uh, he was the president of American Eagle before he came down to Under Armour. And uh, he left a little Under Armour a little bit before me and was back in Pittsburgh and actually had just picked up the phone and asked for a, you know, a favor to say, hey, can you help me? I got this um, this idea, this, this great denim that also has you know, the stretch of the stuff that we're making at Under Armour, you know, it was a great transition uh, or a great melding of the two places where he came from. And, uh, you know, I said, well, you know, send me a pair and I'll work on some branding around it. And uh, I just loved it. You know, I didn't even know how bad jeans had gotten. <laughs> you yeah. know, I thought they're always supposed to be just uncomfortable and you take them off as soon as you get in the house. Uh, but these are great. And, I was, you know, I love the product. And that's kind of my number one. You know, it's got to be a great product before I'll, I'll, I'll do any marketing around it. And uh, it checked that box in a big way. And, um, you know, we just kind of took off from there. Well, I think uh, Rhett, you rev, you trademarked this, right? You, you trademarked the fabric and what kind of research went into it and what makes it so different? Uh, a lot of a lot of research, a lot of uh, uh, trial and error. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, uh, stretchy jeans, if you will, uh, on on the market right now, mostly in the women's side. Uh, but they're not true denim. You know, if you put them on, uh, you know, again, particularly in the women's side, they feel almost like uh, they call them jeggings. You know, um, it's not like a true pair of jeans. It's like a yeah. leg. By the way, those haven't been around for quite a while. I was told so. That that that, <laughs> that, that dates both you and I right there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I definitely date myself there, but yeah, it, it's um, it's one of those things where uh, uh, it's out there, but uh, they stretch uh, and they don't come back. Uh, they stretch all over, which you don't need to stretch all over. It's just a few key places. Uh, so we were able to kind of strategically place that stretch yarn into the fabric uh, so that it does fit well. It does move with you, but uh, you don't have the other, um, you know, the, the, the feel of like a, a stretchy pant. It feel, it's a true uh, premium denim. Well, let's uh, speaking of, of taking a stretch, I want to take a stretch break real quick and talk to our sponsors. We'll be right back after this message. C-Suite Radio. And we are back and we're live casting right here on Facebook and LinkedIn as we bring you all business with Jeffrey. As I'm talking to Steve Batista is the CMO and co-founder of RevTown, an online apparel company that's specializing in jeans. And we're finding out uh, a kind of a, a stretchy gene, a, a gene that they've actually uh, trademarked. And I think that's kind of interesting. And I always say, Steve, when you talk about a brand, it's a promise delivered and you're a marketing guy. What's the brand promise of RevTown? Is it the comfortable jeans, uh, casual jeans? What is it? Well, you know, it's it's the, the combination of comfort and style, you know, and, uh, you know, a lot of what we're looking at and um, really the last couple of years, people have been getting back into jeans. Even before COVID, it was kind of, you know, it's it, it getting back into jeans at the workplace. You know, it wasn't just Fridays. Uh, it wasn't just coming into work on a Saturday and you could wear a pair of jeans. You know, jeans, uh, uh, you know, particularly on, on the men's side, were being worn, you know, four days out of five in a lot of offices. Uh, the problem was jeans hadn't really changed that much. And, you know, from a marketing standpoint, we always, you know, you always wanted to wear jeans. You want to get to that Friday where you could actually wear a pair of jeans on casual day. I don't know if jeans were as good as I remembered them. 
And that was kind mm-hmm. of my, uh, my cue. Like, you know, they weren't as good. They weren't as comfortable. I mean, hell, when I was a kid, I wore jeans for everything. You know, it's like, if you're practicing, you're doing work, you're doing whatever you're wearing jeans. Uh, so we really wanted to come back and like, redo the classics and starting with jeans and, you know, we can make it better than we remembered. And, you know, that combination of being as comfortable as a pair of sweatpants, but as you know, fashionable for any business meeting or, or, or date that you're going to go on, uh, we're, we're going to get you covered. So are you guys taking these to retail direct online? Are you doing any retail at all? So everything's on, on RevTown.com. Uh, we, we've done some partnerships at retailers uh, before COVID, uh, but, every, you know, thank God everything is, is really uh, as digital for us. Uh, so, you know, for us now, that means, you know, everything's on a, on a phone. I can check and see who's buying, where it's coming from, where we're shipping, you know, what needs to be right. replenished, what, what's working. Uh, it, it's just a, it's a fabulous setup. And, uh, you know, just be able to, to see everything down to the minute, every pair. Are you guys manufacturing here in the States or are you manufacturing around the world? The uh, denim's made in uh, a mill in Milan, Italy, uh, Candiani. It's a hundred plus year old company that's making jeans for over a century. Uh, they're put together in uh, Guatemala, you know, and our designers are in LA. So it's a, it's got a little bit of a, a route to get over here um, coming from, from uh, Milan, but uh yeah, that's kind of the kind of the story of how it gets here and then onto your doorsteps and two days on us. You know, sometimes they'll say that the clothing manufacturer isn't known for being the most environmentally friendly business. Has Revtown changed any of that? Jeans, it's, it's a pretty dirty business, um, you know, particularly when you get over to Asia and, uh, you know, a lot of the dyes that are used in the process, uh, being able to uh, manufacture and, and really start at, at Candiani uh, uh, Denim in, in Milan. It's the cleanest denim factory in the world. Um, you know, it's been rated uh, several years, but it's the cleanest factory in the world. Same with uh, um, when we go down to Guatemala to put it all together super clean. Uh, so there's still, you know, issues with making denim, but uh, as far as, uh, you know, the best in class, uh, we're, we're up there, if not the top. What's the most common uh, customer reaction to your jeans? Usually it's, oh my God, I didn't realize how bad my other jeans were. Or, <laughs> you know, uh, how comfortable are these? Like I can wear these all day long. You know, it's yeah. like, wow, what a thought. I can wear the same pair of pants all day long. Um, Isn't it amazing though? Doesn't that just blow you away, Steve? Sometimes the, the, the most simplest stuff is just like, what the hell? Like all the hacks that we now see, all the ways that we do things differently. Like, why did we have to put up with that ugly looking, you know, thing? It's like um, a good friend of mine named Tommy John's, Tommy John's underwear. It's it's a, for men. It's it's a it's a remarkable pair of underwear compared to what we used to have. And now there's this like something that fits, and it's like, oh my gosh, like where were these before? Yeah, I mean, look, hey, it's, it's a lot of what uh, I learned at Under Armour. You know, like, oh, you don't have to wear this heavy sweat so cotton T-shirt all the time. Wow, I can be four pounds lighter. That's amazing. Uh, why didn't I think of that was always a reaction. And, uh, you know, now they're, you know, like I said, the reaction to Red Town's like, I can't believe their jeans are this comfortable. Um, so it, it's great. It is one of those kind of, you know, why didn't I think of that? Or why didn't, why didn't that bother me that much before? But then once they, they have it, they, they don't go back. And, uh, the return rates are, are very minimal, uh, especially across the board because people love them. They're just that comfortable. Yeah. So, it's, it's, it's you, 
Yeah, you mentioned the pandemic a couple of times. At the height of the pandemic hit many businesses pretty hard. Did Reptown find more people willing to try mail order jeans because they were stuck at home? I mean, how's that how's that how's it been for business on that side of it? Yeah, you know, I, I think the the trend was already going there. I think people are starting to to um, to really uh to buy in, especially for apparel. Uh jeans though are tough. You know, uh, everyone's very finicky when it comes to jeans. So we still get some people who want to buy three pairs and then return two. And, you know, that's just kind of the standard. But I think really what we're seeing is that, that when people like something, they buy it and they're going to get every single color. Uh, they trust it. And and really, that's about building the brand, right, is, is to build that trust. And, you know, we, we see a lot of repeat buyers, a lot of people who want to buy it uh, and then buy one for their, you know, their brother or their friend, their sister. Uh, wives are buying for the husbands um, just because, you know, you, when you do get a good pair of jeans, you're, you're going to stick with it for, you know, yeah. probably the duration. Yeah. You're going to want a couple of them and make sure that they're going to be around because jeans tend to change with fashion. So, you know, this kind of leads me to my next question. Since I can't try them on, how do I know if I got the right fit? You mentioned that they buy two or three pair and then return a couple. Is that the norm or, or are you trying to get people to, Hey, no, you said you were 36 Order a thirty-six. Well, that that's the norm in the in the marketplace. Uh, really, what uh, we've done to really kind of cut through that is we developed an algorithm called the digital tailor. So, the digital tailor basically, you go on there, you put, you answer about three or four questions about yourself. If if you're not truthful, throw it off. So you know. So was I mean? Was it asking me? It's got to be asking me questions like, "Hey Jeff, do you have a big ass or not?" Or yeah, the, the body shape one. Uh, yeah. You know, I've heard a lot of guys say they you know pick up the laptop and give it to their wives and say, "You fill it out." I don't want to know, but I want my pair of jeans to fit. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's four questions, and and that's got an accuracy rate of ninety two percent. Which is crazy when you think about because, I mean, that's uh, even better than people who've tried stuff on at a department store and gone home and then brought it back. We're, our markers for the jeans are lined up with the digital tailor. So you answer your height, your weight, your body style and how you like them, uh, the fit. And uh, we're going to, you know, nine plus times out of 10, we're going to get it right. That's amazing. Do you ever think there's ever going to be a brick and mortar Reptown store? Man, I would love to. You know, especially uh, uh, you know to get back into into uh, office and the headquarters, and the, you know you really have to be in it and and feeling the jeans and and you know for any any kind of branding job, I think. And you know now things are getting back to normal. I think we'll we'll get back around to that. But uh, we definitely had a couple of stores spec'd out. We did a, a you know a, a couple pop up shops at holiday time. Um, you know the first two years uh, in business that did great. Uh, some really just A plus malls. So. You know, just being in retail, it, it's, you know, you got to be out there, just kind of feel the heartbeat. So why the name Revtown? Going back to that promise, that question you're asking me, you know, what, what are we promising? And, uh, you know, revitalizing the industry and, and kind of, uh, you know, re, redoing the classics, you know, better than we remembered was kind of that uh, that mentality and, and kind of building this ethos around the brand. And then all of a sudden, you realize there's a lot of words to say Rev. The, the Rev Town, um, you know, piece of it, the town piece was that we we didn't want to try to start another jeans brand and go, you know, New York, you know, London, L.A. and try to play. You know, we're not a fashion show brand or a fashion week brand. 
you know, we're, we're for regular people and, uh, you know, people who need to wash their jeans and not go through some crazy kind of uh, um, manual or, uh, for washing their denim, which is a thing, um, you know, but want to be for, you know, regular people. Uh, and, you know, we're, like I said, we're revitalizing the classics better than we remembered. So that's the rev. And then the town is just because we're about the towns right now. We're going to start out in the middle and then work our way out. Fantastic. So let me ask you about shirts. It mentioned that getting into the shirts, what are the other extensions? We have shirts. Uh, we've also done, we just recently did on the men's side, a, a partnership with Mizzen and Maine, you know, a, a crate as we call it. So you buy two pairs of jeans and you match it up with Mizzen and Maine shirts. Uh, and then in the, um, you know, fall, we'll be developing a whole new line of uh, men's shirts and tops as well as women's. Uh, and then on the women's side, we just launched, uh, uh, our first jean short, uh, which is just going gangbusters. I mean, it's been going crazy. Women love it. And it's, it's been great, uh, holding off of the men's jean shorts for now. Uh, I don't, I don't know if we're uh, confident enough to, <laughs> or anyone's confident enough to pull that one off. Uh, but the women's has been going great. And, um, you know, the tops of shirts and, uh, uh, it's just been, um, it's great, you know, kind of one brick at a time. We want to really nail jeans, uh, you know, front to back, and then, uh, you know, continue to uh, expand. Hey, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this message. C-Suite Radio. And we are back, and we're live casting right here on LinkedIn and Facebook as we bring you all business with Jeffrey Hizzett right here on C-Suite Radio. We're talking with someone who, with his partners, is out to make the holy grail of jeans. Steve Batista is the CMO and co-founder of RevTown, an online apparel that specializes in jeans. And so we're talking about all things jeans. We we were talking a little bit earlier, Steve, about the pandemic. How did it change your marketing efforts? What, What was the biggest change for you on the marketing side? To be honest with you, uh, all of our marketing is, is digital, uh, a lot of social media. So the actual execution uh, of it is really what changed. So, you know, the end, the end product was there in, in, in the strategy, but uh, just trying to get any kind of content, uh, just trying to film anything was, was you, know, you know, quite difficult, you know, as everyone had problems with that filming. Just, you know, I'm sure you guys went through the same stuff with your show. Oh, yeah. That, that was difficult. Uh, and being apart from people is tough. You know, yeah. zooms and holding up pants and saying, "We'll put this on that," you know, model or that athlete is it's takes a big getting used to. But uh, you know, you do what you got to do to get through it. It's been great. I think uh, you know, really, all of our um, customer service is done via text. Uh, so you get a lot of one-on-one with customers, and and you know, what used to just be like you know, people spewing. Uh, um, they're uh, discussed on delivery times or whatever else, you know, customer service is for people. Uh, for us, it's been, you know, just a great another uh, communication channel with uh, consumers. It's been, you know, very beneficial to us from a marketing standpoint. So that kind of helped uh, just being able to talk to people through text and helping out with our social and everything else and just kind of building our brand and our awareness around people, word of mouth. Yeah, I don't think people realize how much does go into the marketing when you're thinking about those campaigns. Well, you can't show two people together in jeans, you know, <laughs> unless they assume they're family. You can't show it in a, you know, in a, in a bar yeah. scene, for instance, during that time period. Now you can. But back then you had to make those, those could you put them with a mask or not in mask because it'll date it. You know, those are all the kind of things that kind of go through your head, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it was, it was 
you know, coming down to like finding like husbands and wives and, uh, you know, or people who, you know, cohabitate, but, uh, for sure, it definitely, you know, narrowed down what we could do creatively. There was a lot of product close-ups, uh, and at that period of time, yeah. and not just us across the board. Um, right. and yeah, I, you know, there were some masks in some of it because it's digital and we're now, but like, that's almost, almost done really now, uh, moving on to the next season. I mean, you're doing everything online as we are at C-Suite Network and a lot of the other businesses that I'm on the boards for. I don't ever see us going back from the digital side of it in terms of business, more and more of the not only just the business, the commerce itself, but certainly the marketing and content. Content's become the key. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every everything from... You know, are, are people going to return to offices or how many or is it going to be a three day a week kind of thing? But for sure on, on content and and really finding, you know, influencers, uh, you know, finding people who have a uh, a good reach of voice, you know, a good loud voice to kind of, you know, spread the uh, spread the word. And there are a lot of talented people out there. Um, I think probably a year ago or two years ago, people are looking at influencers and saying, eh, what do they really do? Or is that really a job? And uh, look, there's a lot of people out there who, um, you know, they, they have a big voice and, and people follow up there. So you got to keep the content fresh and you got to keep building it. And, you know, it's a, as you know, a very fast cycle, new cycle, fashion cycle, everything. And when it comes to influencers, I mean, they can certainly, they can do a good job or bad job. I remember hearing about one Instagram gal who had a couple million followers and or at least a million followers and then she was promoting a t-shirt and only sold two of them so it's like you know picking the right kind of influencer is yeah. it's a pretty important thing what do you look for in an influencer authenticity you can tell if they are just trying to get a free pair of jeans or trying to get some some money uh, i, I want to make sure that they're wearing it that they like the product they actually are in the product and we've had very good your track record with with uh, influencers, influencers, particularly on the women's side, just really authentic. And, and again, people who women want to listen to and take their advice on, you know, on jeans or their their insight on, you know, what to buy. Fantastic. Well, good stuff, Steve, talking about RevTown and everything to do with jeans and uh, go check them out online. And you, uh, I tell you, I like these jeans. I haven't tried yours yet, but I'm going to. After this, I'm going to go online. I'm going to buy, I'm just going to buy one pair. I'm going to use the algorithm and I'm going to buy one pair just to start with. Once I find those fit, boom, game on. We'll buy a lot more. Steve, thanks for joining us here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazel. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I guarantee 90% accuracy. We got you, Jeff. Hey, at the end of every show, I like to talk about the things that I learned. And I'll tell you what I learned. You can make new things from old things. I mean, who would have thought stretchy jeans? Who would have been sitting around? Hey, 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 these jeans, if they were stretchy, and by the way, they came up with them. I I mentioned this earlier. I was watching some builder show, and this old grizzled guy was talking about the love of his stretchy jeans. And I thought, hey, I got a pair of those, too. And it reminded me, I went out and ordered some. Now I got to go get some from Reptown. I'm going to try this out. And uh, that's what I always like to learn. I learn new things by just talking to people. But more importantly, just how you can take something and take a new take on it. So don't think just because someone else has already done it, you can't do it again. And that's what I learned right here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazard right here on C-Suite Radio. Don't forget, tell your friends.
You're listening to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by C-Suite Radio, a podcast network featuring today's top business experts and is part of the C-Suite Network, the world's most trusted network of C-Suite executives. Find this and other business podcasts on c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.